Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Cone Phone. I'm Grant Cone. The show is inspired after my phone. You call in, I answer the calls. That's why it's called the Cone Phone. If you want to call in, there's a link. There's no number. I put it in the chat box. I put it in the description. I'll start taking calls in about five to ten minutes. I have a couple things I want to talk about. First, I'm calling this Trey Lance's revenge. I think the Trey Lance story is great. I don't know that he's going to be good. I don't know what he's going to be. No one knows what he's going to be after three and a half starts or whatever it is. But I think he's like really easy to root for. I don't see how anyone could root against Trey Lance. He's really easy to identify with. Can't, and can't everyone identify with a guy who was written off unfairly too soon? Can't you? I think everyone can. Anyway, what's interesting about the Trey Lance arc is the, the way I see it, Kyle Shanahan drafted him for the wrong reasons. Kyle Shanahan was upset that Jimmy Garoppolo wouldn't play at the end of the 2020 season, that he shut himself down with an ankle injury. He was upset. So he traded up, mortgaged the future of the franchise, spent three first-round picks in a third to get a new quarterback. And he didn't want Justin Fields because, I don't know, he thought Justin Fields, I don't know, wasn't smart enough to learn his system. Coming from a spread system, maybe too much, too much learning that Justin Fields would have to, too much transition. Didn't want Mac Jones. Um, probably, you know, that guy is kind of weird. Uh, probably doesn't have any of the it factors. Doesn't seem like much of a leader. So they settled on Trey Lance. And why'd they take Trey Lance? Couple of reasons. He did really well in that S2 cognition score uh, test. Like 90-something percentile. And he played under center in college. So the way I see it is the Shanahans thought Trey Lance was ready to go. Because he was super smart. Um, and he played under center, so they probably felt he could pick up their system right away, which is all that matters, right? Picking up the system. Then they bring him in town, and they realize, oh, actually, he has, like, uh, mechanical flaws. He is a project, like everyone said. And so they look around, and they realize they don't, they don't know how to fix his flaws. I mean, Rich Gangarello is not really a quarterback coach. He was the quarterback coach, but he's, he was, like, a longtime offensive coordinator in college and stuff. He's a X's and O's guy. They don't, uh, Kyle isn't a quarterback coach, so they don't have anyone who can overhaul Trey Lance's mechanics so they outsource it to like John Beck, who can't do it either. And then they just give up. What does Kyle do? He turns him into a running back. Gives up on him. Gets his leg broken, his ankle broken. And then they move on. Jimmy Garoppolo plays well. There were, there were uh, rumors that the Niners were going to give him an extension. Then he gets hurt. Brock plays well. That seals Trey's fate. Then Brock gets hurt, and the Niners don't know what to do. So they go sign Sam Darnold, and they're whispering about how much they like Sam Darnold. And They've given up on Trey Lance. Like he's, they pretty much left him for dead at this point. Like he's essentially in that, in that movie Kill Bill, like he's in the coffin alive, but in the coffin underground. None of his teammates will work out with him all offseason, right? I mean, he is essentially dead to them. What does he do? He takes matters in his own hands, goes, works out with Jeff Christensen and Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, mind you, the, the quarterback that Kyle Shanahan never scouted, didn't want, works out with him. Kind of like a, you know, in your face, Kyle Shanahan comes back and has totally new throwing mechanics. All of a sudden, he's making the improvements the Niners wanted to make, wanted him to make, but couldn't help him make because they don't have quality passing coaches in their organization. So he comes back after they left him for dead, and all of a sudden, he's making progress, and they're uh, pleasantly surprised, but also kind of terrified. I mean, I think of it as like, again, Kill Bill, right? Uma Thurman, in the coffin, alive, 
has to get out. Just doing those little one-inch punches over and over again. That was Trey this offseason. All by himself. Doing those little one-inch punches. Finally breaks through the wood. Punches through. Grabs air. Digs himself out of the grave. And comes back and he sees all his friends that put him in the grave. And they're like, oh my God, it's so good to see you. How are you, Trey? You look great. These, these throwing mechanics are, are phenomenal. I always believed in you. It's so good to see you. That's what's happening right now. They had nothing to do with this mechanical awakening that Trey Lance is undergoing. Brian Greasy didn't have anything to do with it. Kyle Shanahan didn't have anything to do with it. None of their brain trust had anything to do with it. They wrote him off. They left him for dead. Now he's back. Brock's not healthy. And Sam is Sam Darnold. And Trey's here with all these new mechanics. And the Niners are like, wow, he's great. I think it's a really fun revenge story. I guess is is Trey Lance doing this in spite of the 49ers? Does he have a future here? Or is or is this all for his next team? I don't know. But uh it's gonna be interesting to see how the Niners pivot because they're gonna try to take credit for Trey Lance if he ends up reworking his mechanics and succeeding. But did they really have anything to do with it? Or did Kyle just draft him for the wrong reasons, panic when he couldn't fix his mechanics, play him at run make him a running back, get him injured. Uh, put him on the scrap heap, and then, and then be pleasantly surprised when he comes back after working with Jeff Christensen, who had nothing to do with the 49ers. I think that's very interesting. So this is Trey Lance's revenge tour, East Coast Niner. I'll get you in a minute. I got you in a minute. Hold on. I got one more thing I want to talk about. I think this is interesting. Kyle Shanahan loves backup quarterbacks, and every year he has a chance to get an elite quarterback and has a reason, a, a different reason why he doesn't want him. This year it was Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers. He was asked about each one at the uh, owners' meetings. And he kept saying, you know, like, look, and John Lynch too, uh, but Kyle Shanahan in particular, look, like, those are great quarterbacks. But the fact that we don't want him just shows how much we love our quarterback room. He keeps talking about his quarterback room. He, he doesn't want an elite quarterback. He wants three guys that he likes who are all kind of fringe backups who are cheap and young. That's what he wants. So he didn't want Lamar Jackson. He didn't want Aaron Rodgers. A few years ago, uh, he was thinking about maybe taking a swing at Matthew Stafford, but he took his sweet time looking at his, he had to look at his film again. Like he didn't know who Matthew Stafford was. Sean McVay beat him to the punch, won a Super Bowl. Year before that, Tom Brady called him up. Kyle was like, mm, yeah, I like my quarterback room. I like Jimmy Garoppolo. Sorry, dude. Don't need you. He won a Super Bowl. Didn't want Patrick Mahomes. Didn't even scout him. I, look, I think there's a pattern. If you have an elite quarterback and you don't win a Super Bowl for a few years, the team doesn't get rid of the elite quarterback. The team gets rid of the coach every time. So look at the Chargers. The only reason they haven't fired their coach down there yet is because they're a cheap, disgusting organization. But if they don't make the playoffs this year, if they, pretty soon that coach is going to get fired simply because Herbert's great and they haven't won the Super Bowl. Those are real expectations on the Chargers. Kyle doesn't want those expectations. Kyle's always in the position where he doesn't have a quarterback. So if he makes it to the NFC Championship game, wow, what an accomplishment. He did it without a quarterback. And if he wins the Super Bowl, it's like, wow, he's the greatest co coach of all time. He did it without a quarterback. It's a built-in excuse every year, the no quarterback excuse. Wow, look at how, how well he can do without an elite quarterback. Who cares? He's the one that doesn't want an elite quarterback. He's the one that finds a reason not to bring an elite quarterback onto the team every year. Oh, we don't want... Aaron Rodgers because we like Brock Purdy. Sure, great. Now, uh, Robert Sala has Aaron Rodgers. And you have excuses. So you can have this job for the next 20 years and people will say, man, what a great job Kyle Shanahan did without ever having a quarterback. Like, 
it's not his responsibility to find an elite quarterback. Like, it's not a huge gap in his skill set. Kyle Shanahan does a lot of great things, but he seems to not only not be able to find elite quarterbacks, but not even want him. He seems like averse to elite quarterbacks because they raise the expectations to a place he doesn't want. He's like the Billy Bean of quarterbacks. He wants money ball. Billy Bean never won a championship, but everyone says he's great because he doesn't have much money to work with. Like Le- LeBron James, say everyone says he's the greatest quarter- uh, basketball player of all time because he hasn't had great teams to be on. He- he's never had the right supporting cast. Like He hasn't put the teams together himself. It's always an excuse with these guys. So Kyle, go find the elite quarterback. If, if, you don't, if it's not, you got to find if one of these three guys can be elite this year. Because if it's not, you got to find a new guy next year. Is it Dak Prescott? Is it some? Because there's going to be an elite quarterback who becomes available, and you're the team that should be getting him. So you need to find out if it's Trey. You need to find out if it's Brock. You need to find out if it's Sam now. And I'll tell you something. The one guy who has a chance to be elite of those three, you know who it is. It's the guy you gave up three first-round picks to get. So don't pivot right away. And the thing about Kyle, I keep saying he loves backup quarterbacks, and he's averse to real, real talent. Well, someone who would disagree would say, well, why did he trade up for Trey then? Yeah, you got me. I don't know. He traded all those picks for Trey, used them like a running back, Panicked after three games and pivoted to uh, 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 a 25-year-old retread at the you know end of his rope and Sam Darnold backup and the last pick in the draft backup. So he tried for a second to get out of his comfort zone, didn't like it, and scurried back to his comfort zone. You can't you can't deny that. So I don't get it, but I think it, I I do understand why Kyle Shanahan loves these Brian Greasy types. His dad loved him too. Remember, his dad won Super Bowls with Steve Young and John Elway. One with Steve, two with Elway. Isn't in the Hall of Fame because he couldn't take the credit. It's all about credit with the Shanahan's and legacy. Can you take credit if your quarterback is John Elway? No. But who cares? You get the ring. Shanahan's haven't had a ring since the 90s. All right, let's talk to the fans. East Coast Niner, what's, what's up? What's up, my man? How are you? How you doing? I'm good. How Pretty are you? Good, man. Been a been a been a long. Off I got season. a light. I got I got a, a cone ho, cone phone hack. I see people doing this too much right now on your phone. You're doing uh, vertical, right? Yeah. Flip it horizontal, right now. Boom! Way better. Oh wow! Way better. Right, you see that? There you yeah. go. Okay. From now on. From now on, horizontal. There you go. There it is. Oh. I got you. There you go. I got you. All right. All right. Um. So. Uh, I disagree with you about about the Shanahan mindset in regards to the quarterbacks. Um, okay, the result see. is the same. Don't get me wrong. The result is still the same. I don't believe it's a matter of him or rather them not wanting an elite quarterback. What I believe is, is it more has to do with the credit. And that's why mm. he was in love with Brock Purdy because Brock Purdy essentially – needed no schooling, but because he came in as a rookie and understanding him, if we win the Super Bowl, Brock Purdy is the, the, the greatest thing that ever happened, and it was directly under Kyle Shanahan. Last pick in the draft? It's, right. his, it's his accomplishment, yeah. Exactly, exactly, right. exactly. And right. so um, the, the other thing is that those guys As opposed are very, to winning with John Elway, you can say, well, a lot of coaches can win with John Elway. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Right. The other thing is I, I also believe that they're very pig-headed. And part of the reason uh, that that Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and and those sort of people never came to San Francisco is because they 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 knew it within themselves that they wouldn't jive with those guys. Those those mm-hmm. guys are are not 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 for another word uh, not elite, 
but they're they're their own monster. It's been said that that Tom Brady and Peyton Manning were essentially player coaches. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And because Kyle, who is a head coach now, still wants to call plays, he mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He 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 doesn't want to give up that 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 strength and right. that that recollection. He still wants to be an offensive coordinator. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He, and, he, and so and so with that, everything is still on his shoulders, and that's the way he wants it. Right. And so he needs yep. a quarterback that's going to go in there, do what the hell he says, do it well, and 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 keep it pushing. Unfortunately, uh, my man is making this comeback. You know I'm a big Trey guy, and I'm proud of Trey because if 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 he makes this through and he wins out over everybody else clearly and succinctly, then that will have meant that he just went through arguably the the most tenuous start for an yeah. NFL quarterback that there ever has been. And we all know that the greats have had to go through some bumps and bruises in order to get there. Nobody just ever handed you nothing. So right. Look at uh, Steve Young. my only fear about this is we, we know how the Shanahan's are. We know how, how loyal they are to guys. I, I would hate for Trey to go somewhere else. I really would. That being said, uh, I, you know, I listen to all your shows. Uh, you made up a great point the other day that, uh, what was it? Mullins is the other one that ever got benched. Is that what you said? It was Mullins? No, it was Hoyer. I think Hoyer, Hoyer got benched Hoyer year one, one and no one, one else. Everyone else just got hurt. Right. So yeah. if Trey still stay, stays healthy and he can and, and he can play at least decently and, and show improvement where guys can start to get behind him. He ain't got to go and set the world on fire week Correct. one. But right. he does need to show mass improvement in terms of how the guys feel about him. We know he can ball. We know he can put the ball down 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 the field. He he needs to be able to to exude that confidence and and be able to to bring those guys together, much like Brock did last year. Agree, Rob. I got I got something for you. This I was What's thinking up? about this today. I wrote it down. I meant to uh, mention it in my little preamble. But let's say the Niners start Brock on the pub list, which to okay. me is I like that. I the think most- that'll happen. I like that. Yeah, to me, that's the most prudent thing to do. It takes the pressure off of him. Right. Uh, put him on the pup list. That means he missed the first, the misses the first six games. Let's say Lance starts, and to your point, doesn't get injured or benched within these six games. This is his runway to show something. Well, to your, I mean, hey, it may not be pretty at first. It never is with the Niners offense. But let's say they win a few games. In week five, they play Dallas at home. Okay. Let's say they score more than 19 points against Dallas at home with Trey Lance and win. Now what do you do? Because look, Brock Purdy tore it up last year, but when he faced Dallas at home, they scored 19 points and he didn't score any touchdowns. And you're wondering, oh, like, is the book out on Brock? Did he did he face weak defenses? I'm just saying, all of a sudden, if Trey Lance gets, a, gets to play five games in a row, plays Dallas, does well, wins, now you're looking at him being like, okay, okay, maybe we got something here. That's a big game. I believe I believe I was the one that 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 brought to you the analogy of the uh, Ford Ferrari situation in regards yes, to Trey Lance and Kyle Shanahan, and I still believe that that that's the way to go. I still believe that that's the mantra, and all you got to do is is give him the keys and let the kid drive. If 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 he wins those five games, he beats Dallas. What what question is there? What question yeah. is there? You know you got a backup in Brock. That's gonna ball out no matter what. You maybe yeah. maybe you get rid of Sam. Maybe you keep him because you got that other kid. I don't I don't know much about him, but you go with Trey because yeah. 
you've invested the most. I mean, we could go on yeah. and on about about why it should be that way. But if 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 we get to that point that that you stated, I don't see why we can't have the same zest and zeal for this kid that we did for Brock Purdy coming in. I, I really Agree. don't. I really don't. Agree. I agree. Rob, good call, man. Thanks for calling in. Hey, man, it's always good to talk to you. I'll talk to you soon, man. Yes, sir. Later. Dave Barclay says, still, still a huge Trey fan. What up, Grant? Killing it. What's up, Dave? Yeah, man, it's a big, uh, big uh, offseason for Trey. This is, this is his Kill Bill arc. Dave Barclay says, fire Kyle. He needs a spotlight. Don't work. I'm just saying, man, like, he's limited. And his limitation is the quarterback position. And what a limit to have in today's NFL. Kanil, oh, my bad. what's up? Grant, what's good? Oh, my God. I'm, on, trying to hold, I'm trying to hold nice a little thing. I don't know. I, you already know. You already no, because know. if you have it, uh, you, that, those bars come up. I think it's just better. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? All right, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yep. Um, long time no see, man. I'm glad to be back onto the cone phone and everything. I'm sad. I like I your glasses, man. It. I got to get some you, gold rim glasses. Those are so Yo. nice, dude. They help, man. It, it, They're really vibe. nice. It feels like, like, like an extra like piece it. of jewelry, you know? It's cool. Thank you. I appreciate yep. it. Yeah. Um, I'm sad I didn't get a kid to hop on during the Warriors series. I would have came with all my Laker gear. But, hey, we both out of it now. So it's all good. <laughs> all good. Uh, it's true. But <laughs> for the Niners, specifically mm -hmm. for Trev, this quarterback situation, I'm, I want, I'm curious. Is it possible that the Niners PR job, excuse my dog, kind of mess around in the background, but is it possible that the Niners PR is doing a strategy to help all three quarterbacks? And what I mean by that is yeah. by having each, if you break it down by each quarterback individually, are they treating them in the way like that's best for them? So for Purdy, it's the idea like, hey, we hope you can get back. Or we're saying you're QB1 type yeah. of deal. We're giving you the starting job. Darnold, his confidence is awful. So they're trying to build him up like yeah. crazy and say praise him give him all that love and trey who they put a lot of pressure on they've right. kind of been taking the pressure off of like oh like, maybe don't like oh he's not thing. the franchise guy he's just competing he's just so, working yeah hey, i can see that because i honestly i don't i mean he was talking about how he's talking to a sports psychologist mm -hmm. you're a therapist my wife's a therapist nothing wrong mm -hmm. with that but you we as a psycho as a therapist you'd have to acknowledge that this man this this young man has been under mm -hmm. an unreal amount of pressure the last couple of years. Yes. And it would behoove him from the Niners' perspective to take a little off. He doesn't need it. It's not helping. It's not helping. Exactly. And this yeah. is a role he feels comfortable with, right? Even going right. back to college. I know you and Jesse, everyone's talked about yep. it. This underdog, yep. He's back in his comfort role. In his comfort zone, yep. Exactly. Sure. So mm -hmm. is it, I'm hopeful, I'm, I'm an optimist. I try to be optimistic about our Niners, but is it, possible that the niners kind of identify okay we might need all three of these guys this year yeah and we need i want to stick with the psychology thing real quick can we okay. I, I got a question for you so the last Dude. couple years the niners were putting trade in this position where like hey man you don't have to play right away but when you do play you basically got to be josh allen okay mm -hmm. so like no no pressure like you got to win you got to be great because jimmy's good and he wins but you got to be great and win and you got to do it right away and that's a, that's a whole lot of pressure now the the mentality is totally flipped it's like look dude there's no expectations for you. In fact, we're probably done with you. But we're, you're still on the team. So it's up to you. Uh, doesn't that seem like a kind of a, a freeing place to be if you're trying? Like, oh, you're done with me? You like Brock better than me? Okay, well, I'll compete with him then. Fine. Definitely. I can do that. Definitely. I think I can do that. Helps <laughs> yeah. 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 I think that helps him out tremendously where it puts a chip on his shoulder in a, mm -hmm. in a way where it's not just 
I have to be great right away. Right. I'm just, I get to, let me prove to you guys who I am. Oh, you don't think right? I'm good at all. Oh, okay. Exactly. Okay. That's a great place to be. Yeah. And not to mention the locker room piece. This is the first yeah. time he's coming in without anything, anyone in the locker room thinking that anything's being handed to him True. at all. Which so didn't he help him, job, right? It definitely didn't help him. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So this, if he yeah. wins it, he truly won it. Yeah, and, and it's like everyone said they like Darnold, right? You can't be like, oh, well, Darnold sucks if he wins the co the competition. Like, no, 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 no. Like, George likes him, Christian likes him, Wilkes likes him, Kyle likes him. You guys all said he's great. Nah, hell no. I, yep. I don't think that was unintentional, I guess. Right. In the sense that yeah. all these reports, Mayoko, oh, best thrower ever. Like, no one really believes he's the best thrower ever no. or of Niner, of Niner best no. uh, Niner thrower ever. But it helps. It helps. It helps. You know what it is? It, it, remember when Tyson came out of prison? Not that Trey's coming out of prison, but Tyson was mm -hmm. like a little rusty, right? And they had to get, mm -hmm. you know, when boxers take a little time off and they're a little rusty, and you're mm -hmm. trying to get their confidence up and you like give them these like weak fighters to fight. And everyone's like, man, this guy's really good. Like, yeah. nah, man, he's going down in the first. And everyone knows it. He knows it. So that's to me what Darnold is. He's the and guy who's supposed think, to go down in the first. And if Trey can't knock him out, like that's on Trey. But I think Darnold knows it. And that's yeah, why he knows press it. conference where it's like how many times has Darnold been, has Darnold been knocked out in the first round of his you know what I mean like five times so so of course they're hopeful to kind of like they're saying it so just in case he does step up if Darnold does become right. this guy like oh yeah we believed in him in him the whole time but if he doesn't I do think though that they before. brought Darnold in because they they wrote off Trey and then Trey comes back mm. from working out with Christian they're like well damn. I didn't think he was going to do that. Wow. Like, uh, so it's like really funny. And it's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Well, thanks for ruining the first two years of my career, but I'll take it from here, guys. <laughs> I wonder what happened. I mean, I know you and Bish talked about it, but like, I, I, are you going to try to ask them maybe about that quarterback? Like, Oh, absolutely. Next time we get him. Like, next oh. time we get him. Hey, okay. uh, Kyle, um, was it your idea for Trey Lance to go work with? How did that happen directly? Because he's the kind of guy who likes to answer a question. Like, he doesn't really want to duck a question. And I'll ask Trey, too. Hmm. All right. Because, cool, hey, cool. when Trey spoke last, he, he thanked, like, he was talking about his rehab process. What, he mm -hmm. thanked a, a trainer. Did he thank one trainer? I think he did. Who did he thank this for his offseason? Did he thank Greasy? Did he thank Kyle? Did he thank anyone on the Niners other than, like, a trainer, right? There was, like, one guy. Yeah, it was just a random trainer, but no one. I'm just saying. Niners. I'm just saying. I think Trey is on his own. And it's the best thing that's ever happened to him. He realized that these teams ain't loyal and they're not in your corner and you have to be your own advocate and look at him. That's a, it's, a, it's nice to see a young man. He's growing up. See the world for is. what it is, man. Exactly, exactly. It's a and messed then, up hey, place. If you're watching this, man, if you watch this, if you need a sports psychologist that's not associated with the 49ers directly, yeah. hit my line. It's true. You know, I got I'm it. telling you. Yeah, All you right, probably right, couldn't okay. go to my wife. That might be a conflict of interest, man. I'm just saying. Maybe just a little bit. You know, I, I recommend Keneal. He's great. See you, man. Thank you. Later. I appreciate it. All right, we got Nakash, Dustin the Gale, Martin, Florida Niner, uh, For Life Niner, Alex Conklin, and Leak. So you guys just hang tight. I'm going to go in, in order of how you guys uh, called in. Nakash. Hey, what's up, Grand? First time caller. So, um, Hey, man. Fan. Thanks for calling in. I got the Purdy jersey on, but I'm also a Beautiful, man. Space. Beautiful. Hey, hey, this is a safe space for Purdy fans. I want to ask you, where are you calling from? I'm calling from New York, actually. So I'm, oh, wow. I'm, I'm outside of California right now, but I'm from. I always California. love how, how international, cross cross continental Niner fans yeah. are. Okay, go ahead. No, so so I wanted to bring up a point uh, from the first call, actually, about your idea to start Trey and then bring uh, Pretty in week five, week six. I think that would be really cool because 
Uh, the way I see it is that a lot of the Niners' success with quarterbacks not named Jimmy Garoppolo has been the fact that there's not much tape on these guys. And I think that's what attributed to a lot of pretty success. So if we can find a way to see what... Yeah, the roll left thing, that really had people like, oh my God, he's rolling left. He did it again. So what if there's more flaws in Purdy's game, right? And there's going to be, because he's a rookie quarterback. Every quarterback has flaws in their game. Every quarterback has strengths and weaknesses, yeah. Exactly. So I think if we can limit the amount of film that they have on Purdy and then also get a chance to see Lance, because I think Purdy is a better winner than Lance's. On the on, on the field itself, like Lance might be more talented, so we do need to see him because we haven't seen him enough. Got to see it. But if there's a way to see him and then get Purdy for the playoffs, Pup. I think that could be Pup. a lethal combination. Yeah, I, I'm with you I on that. I'm with you on that, 100. It seems like the best course of action. You don't rush Purdy back. Now, of course, if Purdy somehow is ready to go at the beginning of training camp, I'm not saying artificially hold him down for no reason. Like if he's ready to go, yeah, yeah. then let him take some reps. And if he's honestly better than Trey Lance in camp. Go with them. I, I, you know, I, I'm open-minded to Brock Purdy being a franchise quarterback, even though and, and I don't think he is. The way it is that Brock, Brock's just got that mentality. You know, that's what drew yes. me to him. I've honestly been drawn to him more no than question. I have been to Trey. And I was on the Trey hype train. I have a Trey area shirt as well. And so sure, I sure. love Trey Lance. And uh, I don't know. I just, I just, I just think that, you know, that's going to be... I had a guy on my channel the, the other day saying that most quarterbacks process on the field, Brock reacts. And I thought that was a really good way of explaining yeah. why the game seems to move kind of slow for him. Yeah. And I think the other you know thing is the improvisation. Yeah, the improvisation. The no way doubt. he's able to process through the entire thing and then figure it out on the move, I think that's what Kyle Shannon wanted. I think Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't the best at doing that. And so he... When he Jimmy really would, 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 would hold the ball more than two seconds, wouldn't you I, feel the anxiety? I, I, yeah, you could feel the nervousness come off I, him, right? Brock is like... was not good was going right. to happen. If the ball was Brock not, wants to extend the play. He's definitely better than Jimmy. Yeah, I'm but my thing is like, how much better than Jimmy? And you know, what I mean, like, what is that bar? We're gonna see how good Jimmy is. What can Trey do? What can Trey do? Because I, I think right. Trey, I think why Brock wants to come back on time for the season is because he's afraid of Trey starting. Hell yeah! Because if if Trey starts, look what Christian off, McCaffrey did for do? Jimmy. Look what Christian yeah. McCaffrey did for yeah. Jimmy. I, I'd love to know the pre uh, McCaffrey, post McCaffrey splits for Jimmy from last season. I mean, I'm sure Trey. I'm sure Brock knows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trey hasn't I mean, played I mean, with McCaffrey yet. McCaffrey's yeah. a beast. It's just... He makes your life if, easy as a quarterback. Got, yeah, we got to see if Trey can do it. Because the, the way I'm seeing it with Trey is he's super talented. He's got he's got all the tools, but there's still hitches in his throw, you know? And you're a quarterback in the NFL. You can't really be having those things this late. So my question is, can he come back from all the injuries this season? Probably not, but I still think we do need to see him play. So right, I don't know and how that's gonna happen. Another reason you need to see him play is because he's making strides. You, like you're, yeah, he's yeah. he just made strides you didn't expect him to make. And he's gonna now you got to see this through. Strides. Yeah, he's gonna be making strides, and Brock isn't is the thing over this offseason. Right. So Brock wants to come back healthy, and he wants to start week one because the Niners promised it to him. And Trey wants to show everyone preseason. I think it's gonna be a great battle. I got a theory for you. Tell me if you think it's correct. So Trey, Trey, all of a sudden is making strides that he didn't make the mm-hmm. first two years, and the Niners mm-hmm. are like, well. I'll be. How did this happen? And their what their their line publicly is, oh well, his his finger messed him up for two years. It's not that we didn't yeah, coach him that. correctly. That, that it's not that we didn't coach him correctly or send him to the right coach. It's his finger was messed up. So yeah, Jeff Christensen, whatever, he did a good job. But yeah, blah 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 blah. No, dude, you sent him to the wrong coach. You had the wrong plan. You could blame the finger, but I'm giving Jeff Christensen credit if this works out. Not Kyle, yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm giving I'm Patrick giving- Mahomes credit. Jimmy, yeah, I think 
I think with something as technical as throwing, like it really, you got to find your person that you got to know. Into, and I think he you got to get the right guy. Yeah. And I do think there's a lot of blame on the Niners. I think they they, yeah. they were playing him like he was Cam Newton almost, and he's not Cam Newton. Yeah, I don't think so. And they, and they said not. they wanted to develop him the right way, right? And then you use yeah, him like and, a running back. Yeah. And then they're using him like Cam uh -huh. Newton and the Panthers. I'm like, what are you doing running up the middle? Like, Why do they like long. quarterbacks like Brock Purdy? Because they come with – they're already assembled. They're like things you buy. It's like a quarterback you buy from Ikea that yeah. requires no assembly. It's, it's ready-made. Just put him on the you field. just put him in the system, and he's just, already improvising. It's over. And, and running the, but if you take a quarterback like Justin Fields or, or Robert Griffin or Trey Lance and give him to Kyle, all of a sudden, you know what he is? A running back. Yeah, and I that's all I know what to do with Kyle you, bud. Wrong. Yeah. yeah. I think that's yeah. when Kyle went wrong because like, I think the reason that he wanted Trey was because he saw that in Trey, the improvisation, the mobility. Mm -hmm. But in reality, the way he used him was like, like a running back, right? Like there was no real way for, no. there was no real space for Trey to improvise. It no. was either you're right. doing a zone read or you're running a play action rollout, right? right. And so right. how are you giving him a chance to improvise, first of all? So I think that's on them. But second of all, maybe yeah. Trey Lance isn't an improviser. You know, maybe he's a hard thrower, a deep thrower. You know, he hits the out, out routes and he, and he can run. You know, maybe that's him. Well, we're going to find out this Kyle year. Like him. I don't know. I mean, we're gonna, we haven't even seen him. So I, I can't even yeah. say what Trey is. Without yeah. seeing him, that's why I really want to see him because I, I want to see what he's got against real NFL defenses. You know? Nakash, I got to take more calls because hella people yeah. in line. Uh, but yeah. great call, awesome man. Thank you, you very Jeff. much. Good yeah, stuff, you, dude. Man. All right, man. Dustin the Gale, what's up? Hey, how's it going, Gran? This is my first time calling as well, so it looks like we got a streak going on. So that's UCSS? UCSB. B. Okay. So I went to St. Mary's, but then I ended up going oh. to UC Santa Barbara for my major. Nice. I used yeah. to party at uc santa barbara all the time coming up from ucla great time you ever go down there on Del great Play? time yeah of course absolutely yeah <laughs> awesome, awesome best halloween parties ever hell yeah absolutely awesome there was well, just cops hanging around waiting for you there was like a timeout tent and stuff i was like ah but it would bring the same in reinforcements time felt, from like uh san luis obispo and just like everywhere just just it felt safe yeah yeah i guess yeah so. <laughs> anyway anyway that's a long time ago yeah it's a lifetime sure. ago yeah for yeah. sure um, yeah, I just want to call in and talk about Trey Lance and his trajectory. So last year when he was injured, I was on his Instagram and in his main uh, bio, he said something along the lines of everything happens for a reason or it's all part of God's plan, something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily my philosophy. I think things in life happen, like say if there's a hurricane that hit, hits Haiti or something like that, like, like how is right. that happening for a reason? Me too, that's how I feel. But I feel like that's a lot how um, like devout Christians often think yeah. of things and handle grief yeah. or trauma right right exactly yes so we know that trey lance is pretty religious and yes especially if you're going through something that type of mindset can help you get through it um but, yeah, it, it prevents despair and, and depression right 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 exactly right. and so funny enough the more i've looked at this situation if he had mechanical flaws that weren't going to be fixed and he played throughout the last season maybe he wouldn't have been it maybe he would have been a quote-unquote bust but mm. now that he was pushed to the side and was forced to seek these other resources mm. and be put in a situation where he has less pressure maybe this would have been the overall best outcome for him uh, in the long mean. run so this pushes him to, to to find the best version of himself as opposed to just getting by yeah yeah because right. if he if not moving his lower body if that was mm. really a restriction for him and he was playing up to like he wasn't gonna fix it and they're like okay th this isn't it that could have been his the end of his career could have been it. but yeah. but now like he he might be going in with a better hand um a better hand to play 
and this could be like the, his, his saving grace. So I, I thought that was very interesting. So for me, being a pessimist like in a, a lot of things in life, like, like it. sometimes it's cool to see these stories where you never really know what's going to happen. And sometimes these things that seem bad, even for the span of a year, um, could actually be good. And we still don't know what's going to happen. And it could be good. It could be bad. But we just well, look what has happened for Trey so far, right? Like it's created a maturation, a growth rapidly. All of a sudden he realized like what the world is like, you know, it's a, it's not a fair place. It's a cruel place. You've been replaced. And all of a sudden, like, it's up to you. What are you going to do to save your career? And it seems like he has taken matters into his own, into his own hands for the first time in his life. Every grown up has to do that. Eventually he did it this year. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like when you and dad apply life lessons and even literally things to football. And that's kind of like, what I'm doing here and, and seeing that because because I feel like w when you watch football and you watch sports it, it there is that phase where you're watching it fully for the the thrill of it and you're rooting for your team but I think some people reach a point where it's like okay like that that's cool and all but I, I'm also trying to focus on my life as well and then once you see the connection to see those athletes how hard they work and the, the things they go through and the, the adversity they face you can take those mm -hmm. lessons and apply it to your own life and I kind of like looking at it that way and then you remember that these guys are 20 three <laughs> crazy crazy yeah. dustin the gale sure. great call man thank yeah. you yeah thanks man all right Take care. dustin the gaucho i love it <laughs> all right man My thank you name. <laughs> <laughs> later man see ya that was a really good call i like that perspective let me get a couple super chats real quick leah lee navarro says if the niners are rushing purdy back but purdy wants to hold out he is 100 percent healthy will the locker room turn on him if lance plays great yeah that's a tough one man i i, I don't know because it seemed like that's kind of one thing that jimmy used to do but they never turned on jimmy i don't know Brock has to be careful here, make it seem like he's doing everything he can to come back. Michael McCann says, I believe Lance's improvement is forcing Purdy to come back early. I feel he was leaning Tommy John, but went repaired due to front office pressure. I do feel like the front office is kind of um, indicating to Purdy if they're not telling him explicitly, like, hey, man, it's your job if you're here week one. If not, <laughs> all bets are off. Don't know what could happen after that. I mean, look at how you took the job and ran with it. Someone else could do it too, like Darnold or Trey. Michael McCann says, second thought, how much of Purdy's second and third elbow opinion stems from his relationship with Lance and seeing his situation unfold? Or Jimmy. I wonder if Jimmy, on his way out of the organization, said, Trey, uh, don't go to John Beck. Go to my throwing coach. Brock, uh, make sure you don't listen to the Niners and don't let them push you back. Uh, get a second and third opinion. I really, look, Jimmy Garoppolo is a very mid-quarterback, but he had to go head to head with Kyle Shanahan for five years. You got to respect that. You got to respect that. Kyle's tough. And Jimmy's, you know, he stood up to him. Said, your plays freaking suck, man. Like, you got to give him respect. I'm sorry. I'll always like Jimmy Garoppolo because he did that. Not that I have anything against Kyle, but you got to stand up to Kyle. And Jimmy did. And it seems like Brock could be. And Trey is in the process. Martin. Hey, Graham. How you doing, man? What's on your mind today? So, um, yeah, you must be feeling good because the Niners are really the gift that keep on giving, right? You know, oh, man, it's so good. Quarterback <laughs> drama every offseason is great. For you and the Converse, it's like... Hell yeah. <laughs> right. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, with all that, that talk and all, like, obvious, obviously, everything is open for the, the market, the... Uh, Mm -hmm. idea right now with the Niners but I'm a really uh, firm believer that when someone tells you they are you have to listen to what they say yep. so they say purdy so it's purdy 
and they bring everything. They have everything to bag him up if he's not healthy. If and of course, if Trey Lance goes six and zero at the beginning of the season, it's gonna be a, <laughs> something gonna happen. But mm -hmm. is the El Dorado for a GM or coach? I mean, is it, it, does he make a million a year? Not even. Not even. Not pretty. Not even. No. And even if they don't win or win a Super Bowl in four years, they negotiating contract. They can tell him, "We make you." I mean, if we didn't draft you or another team draft you, we will be nothing. You may take yeah. like 20 million a year for five years after that for them, because I know he may do it for the Lord, for the chance for the 49ers. It's, there's something there that is the golden ticket. So they, 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 they will try it. If it doesn't work, they, they have Darn Arnold, they have, but they, they're going to try it again. They'll, they, they're going to try to run this one. Sure. Let's see if they can keep him healthy. I mean, he had he had a serious surgery after his yeah. eighth I have, a, I have a take on that UCL thing, though, uh, about the uh, Tommy John surgery or the, the repair. I mean, the, the injury he got is like a freakish injury. It's clearly like worse than a, a, a one snapping from throwing. It's from pressure and angle and everything. But the thing is, the QB do not get torn UCL in the, if it's not from a... a a hit like pitchers mm -hmm. in baseball because throwing a football doesn't push as much stress on your elbow to okay. throwing a baseball i mean throwing a curveball or a slider or things like that really puts torque on the elbow and that's why they snap but you don't really hear about qb that have ucl that snap from throwing a football so i really think a repair from that 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 point of view will hold up and will be okay so it's not the same thing than like throwing an undread like breaking ball a, a, a game or a undread miles an hour fastball throwing a football and yeah. I, I think that that's that that's the good thing he went for for the repair because i think it will it will uh ease ease up his his recovery and it, it will hold up if it doesn't get like it like crazy <laughs> all the time of course but I, I believe from a, a, a medical or anything, football point of view, I think he did the right thing. Well, we'll see. He's got a lot of pressure to get back week one. Martin, good call. Thank you, Grant. Have a nice one. All right. Take care, Martin. Cisco Kid says, I want Trey to succeed, but like Mike Tyson said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Mechanics-wise, let's see game time. Go Brock. Go Brock. Okay, Cisco Kid. I do think it's kind of interesting that if, like, from a fan's perspective, you would be rooting for you know brock to reach his ultimate ceiling over trey like that's a, that's a strange one like why <laughs> honestly if trey if brock starts on pup and trey starts 6 and 0 and puts it on the cowboys like that's the best case scenario why would that that's not why would anyone not want that anyway florida niner you got to turn your uh, camera on cuz i don't trust you i don't know you you can't come on my show you know what i'm saying you could be naked or something there you go that's all right that's right uh huh. See, yeah, you you look like you're probably naked. Yeah, I don't even know you. So I'll, you can come on next. I have, I'm gonna see. I have to, I'm gonna have to know a little bit more about that room you're in. That room looks terrifying. Looks like a panic room to me. <laughs> What's up for life, Niner? Man, bro, you be having me rolling, bro. I'll tell you. <laughs> Where are you calling from? What's going on with you, Grant? Where are you calling from? Huh? Where are you calling from? San Bernardino, California. I've been on with you a oh, couple yeah. times. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. All right, man. What's on your mind? Hey, man. <clears throat> I just want to touch bases on Lance, man, with the uh, 
with his stress levels. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Uh, the reason why I'm concerned about it is because I'm a father of three. I got a 14 okay. year old, got yeah. a 17 year old, and I got a 23 year old with a okay. daughter. So I'm a grandpa. You feel me? Okay. Okay. And to to watch Lance, bro, transition from where he was coming into the NFL to where he's at now, I'm happy for him, bro. Because for him to say like he's finally getting help, mm-hmm. uh, one thing too is like the help that he's getting. You know, seeing the psychiatrist and all that. But I think he's getting help low key from Talanalo uh, Hufanga. Remember what uh, Hufanga said about uh, Troy Palomalu? Like, don't go on social media. Don't do that. Yep. Like, don't yep. be doing that. Trey, what I, I believe Trey was, was on social media for a minute because he yep. cared what everybody thought about him. Yep. But I saw a little a short point. video on him. He, yeah, I, I saw a little short video that he was saying, yeah, I don't pay attention to that no more. I'll focus on where my feet is at. I'm pushing for it. That's, the, that's why I'm happy now for him. Because, like, with my kids, you know, transitioning from junior high to high school, I see the pressure that they go through. And that's, you know, with Trey, what he's going through, it's a lot more pressure. You see what Basically. I'm saying? Yep. Yep. But uh yeah, man, yeah. I'm just I'm just I'm just really happy I see him taking steps forward, bro, as as becoming from a young man to a grown man. He Can has we stick to go with that social media things. thing for a second. That's a really interesting thing. Like I feel like it's a natural tendency, a 20, 20, 21 year old to really care what people think about you. From in every in every uh aspect. How do I look? how do exactly. I play? All that stuff. And he was constantly putting pictures of himself online. He doesn't yes, do sir. that anymore. It's, he don't do it and it's no finally more. like, okay, I don't care. I don't he start, care. He's starting to see. He's starting to yeah. see it, bro. And that's that's yeah. why I'm seeing him transitioning into like a grown man. Yep. Like he's starting yep. to see how, how to work in the NFL. Just give him yep. a chance to do that. You feel me? But uh, I totally agree. I'm pushing for him, bro. And I just want to say if Trey is watching, which he probably ain't or whatever, but I just want to say, young man, and uh, there's always going to be bumps in the road. Dang, he cut out just as he was giving his life advice. Right. So uh, go ahead and eat business. Hold on. You cut out the entire time when you were giving life advice. Can you do it again? Because I think he needed to hear that. Okay. The whole thing. What I was yeah. saying, if, if Trey's listening, I'm <clears throat> keep on pushing forward, bro. If there was no bumps in the road, there'd be nothing to get over. So just there keep go. on going, bro, and just know that God ain't going to put nothing in front of you that you can't handle. Thank you, man. That was great. I appreciate All it. All right, brother. All right, take care. All right, Florida Niner, you are next. You're outside now. Are you wearing a shirt? Okay. All right. You're not smoking nothing, are you? Put that out. You good? All right, let's do this. Let's do this, man. <laughs> What's up? Uh, what's up, man? Hey, I feel like I feel like I'm about to be the pessimistic of it, everything. Go for it. I'm usually that guy. Uh, I don't I don't think Trey Lance is ever gonna be that good, man. I really think people really? are really they think they, they think because of his draft pedigree he's gonna be good but it's like i i felt like we should have picked justin fields and, and in reality i feel like we should have got matt jones because at least we knew what matt jones was but with yeah. trey lance like he never played that much in college when he did play it was underwhelming when brock purdy played it was immediate that he was good and i understand that the team was in a different position at the time but it was immediate that he could play in the nfl with trey lance is always like well maybe he can play maybe he can do this and that I think people are underplay they're underplaying the ankle injury a lot. It's like his whole thing was he's supposed to be mobile. He might not even be mobile anymore. Sure, we don't know. Mobile, and if you can't be mobile behind our line and we know how our line is, that could be a problem. I mean, Brock Purdy's still going to be mobile. We know he's still going to be mobile. That's true. Hey, let me ask you and a question. 
Why do you think um, the Niners didn't draft Justin Fields? Why was Kyle like Kyle wasn't even interested? Not not interested at all. I think it's because of Ohio State's offense. It's just not really an offense. It doesn't translate to the NFL really well. And I plus, agree. there's not a good tra- track record of Ohio State quarterbacks working out. Yeah, but you shouldn't be uh, scouting the offense. You should be scouting the player. That's always oh, yeah, that's football I understand that. it's yeah. just, it's just No, no, no. I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about you. I agree with you. I agree oh, yeah. with your. But that that's 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 Kyle's mistake right there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same way I feel like when people look at Alabama quarterbacks, they draft Alabama quarterbacks and they never turn out good because how are you going to judge a quarterback when they have elite receivers? Well, the last few have been all right. But hold on. What I want to say is, is D'Amico goes to Houston. They draft CJ Stroud from Ohio State. So Kyle I mean, yeah, is not a good reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a so. different. Well, actually, I think they had the pressure on them. I think they had to get a quarterback because everybody. Oh, yeah. Has a quarterback, yeah. you, you, got, you got to go against Trevor Lawrence and everybody else. You have to get a quarterback in that division. That's Stroud's good, too, even though he went to Ohio State. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he's pretty, yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's good. I also, it's just, I don't know, I just, I just, it's just the Trey Lance thing. I just, it's, 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 it's always felt like the team's never bought into him. And I feel like that's a big problem, too, you know, because everybody keeps talking about, oh, he's got Christian McCaffrey now. He's got this and that. Well, it's like if the players don't believe in you, they're not going to play as hard for you. It, you know, That's it true. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If we have. Christian you saw they Jackson. wouldn't. They wouldn't help him up after sacks. Yeah, it's year. like it's like they don't play. They 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 love Jimmy, so they played harder for Jimmy. Then uh-huh. they they bought into Brock, so they played harder for Brock. Yeah, and, and, and also it's it's the whole feeling of when the team. I think people underestimate this. When we when, when we played against Philadelphia, it, we clearly were going to probably win that game. People want to say we weren't or this and that. It's like we were in the game the whole time without a quarterback. Like literally the whole game we were in the, the game was seven to seven up until Josh Johnson came in and absolutely just blew the game for no apparent reason. I mean they could have had you. I mean you could have had Sam Darnold in that scenario and it would have been a much closer game because the Jalen Hurst didn't do anything in that game. Look at the stats. And Dude, you know what Sam Darnold would have done in that game? He would have got injured. Look, the way I looked at it was uh, the Cowboys pressured Brock Purdy on 48% of his dropbacks the week before. Yeah. The Niners just didn't – they couldn't block anyone. They couldn't block a good defense. They just yeah. – that offense – and, and good thing, though, they improved their offensive line this offseason. Oh, wait. They didn't do that. Yeah. I, I actually – I actually was – I'm actually – I think the draft we had, though, was good because I feel like they focus on the most important thing, though. I really feel like our second – people. I, I think our secondary oh. was – like getting Daryl Jr. What's his name? Looter or whatever. Darrell Looter Jr. Darrell Looter Jr. Another guy. I, I feel like secondary was a big. Uh, Tire Brown. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hey, glad dude, it your your uh lens is all is all dirty, dude. You got to clean that yeah, up first. Yeah, that's that's kind of why I didn't have the camera on at first. <laughs> it's all good. Where you calling from? Uh, yeah, that's why it's it's it got my my kid broke it, so that's why I didn't have it that's on. All good. I gotta but, get uh, take the next caller, but where you calling from? Oh, I'm from I'm in Pensacola, Florida. Pensacola. All right, cool, man. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. You did good. Thank you. Yeah. All right, man. Later. That was a very inspirational negative. Uh, no, I liked it. I, I'm negative sometimes. Want trade to succeed? Oh, we got you. All right. Alex Corkin, Leak, BX Niner for Life, The Rod, and, that, and that's it. Alex Conklin. Hey, how's it going, so, Grant? Good. Nice hat. Thank you. Thank you. I like it. No, I, uh, yep. Thank you very much. Um, sure. So I, I just want to. Uh, obviously respond to uh, the last caller a little bit, just like, you know, Sam Darnold in the NFC championship game. Like everybody knows how that would have turned out, which is, I don't know. I think uh, either Niners he would have probably would have won with Darnold, but I, I don't oh, see. Oh, I, I, he I, got hurt I know. Too. Yeah, I, I know, which uh, brings me to the, 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 the Niners act like blocking is so not important. 
just like yeah, yeah we don't yeah. really block per se but we should we still should have won even though we can't block I, I mean if any quarterback can play in shanahan's system why didn't the emergency quarterback christian mccaffrey go out there and win the game and why didn't so. josh johnson tear it up <laughs> um but no i i just wanted to, to so talk easy. about like um you know just like the amount of growth that uh you know trey lance has obviously gone through this offseason mm-hmm. um you and your dad i mean uh the clip that um the little segment um, about you and your dad, you know, mentioning like, I, I'm genuinely wondering and wondering if Jimmy really did encourage Lance to go outside the organization. Like, I love yeah. that theory. Me too. Um, and speaking of social media, guess who was never on social media? Jimmy. Jimmy was never on social media. He was so in like I, college, like a very long time ago, but he realized. Yeah, but no. then until he had his little, no. you know, his yeah. little date. You know, then all you're of a not sudden, a celebrity. He, you're not uh, an influencer. You're just a quarterback. And it would be a good one or a bad one. But you yeah. don't need to be on social media. <clears throat> but whatever, whatever. I mean, I saw it right away. You know, just it was a night and day difference with the amount of confidence that Trey came out and exhibited with the joke that he said to you. Oh, they didn't tell me. Come up to me and tell me I'm sad or nothing. Like, yeah. I even I laughed. I, I laughed at that, yeah. too. But it, it just showed a complete difference in exuberance versus last year after his first loss where he wanted to put everything on his own shoulders and blame himself yeah. for the entire game. Yeah. A couple, another thing that I just got to say, I, I don't know how <clears> anybody <throat> on God's green earth thinks that Brock Purdy <clears throat> would have won in that monsoon. Um, exactly. It, it, he doesn't have the arm strength. And if you look at, if you look at the throws themselves individually, the throws that Trey was making those layered throws in between the defenders those were the, uh, the beautiful, yeah. I mean, I mean, <clears throat> those are the kind of throws. It, it reminded me of the game that Josh Allen played in the snow versus Mac Jones. Guess also, who lost real that quick, game? No McCaffrey, no Kittle. Mitchell went yeah. down after his sixth carry. Like Jimmy wouldn't have won that game. Brock wouldn't have won that game. Trey wouldn't have won that game. It wasn't going to happen. And people make fun because it was the Bears, but like the Niners beat themselves, and mm-hmm. it wasn't because of the quarterback position. Trey was well, eight of fourteen through the first three I, quarters. That's that's not bad. For a guy in his first start of the season, then the the the, the rain came down. Yeah, and, and on top of that too, if you really think that that's so terrible, what he did there, how do you explain what Jimmy did two weeks later in Denver? You I know, think it like, explains what what like the offense as a whole stunk. Yeah, the first five six weeks of the season. Yeah, and and another thing that I was saying about like you know in the game that Josh Allen played against Mac Jones in the snow, guess who won that game? Mac Jones did. But you're never yep. going to sit here and pretend that Mac right. Jones is a better quarterback. And on top of that, like everybody that's sitting there saying, "Oh, oh man, if we could have gotten Mac Jones," and you know, the you could have gotten Mac Jones at three. You know, let's look at what I, I think that character matters. And you know, I think that especially at the quarterback position, if you want an elite quarterback, um, you know, typically they're they're high character, you know, very confident, self assured men. You know, and that's what mm-hmm. Brock Purdy is, and that's what Trey is. And I look at Mac Jones now and how he's developed in, in his year three, and he's had nothing but just chaos surrounding him, you know. And, and a lot of it's been imposed on the organization, the Patriots, because I don't think that Bill Belichick is a good GM. He's a he may be even not that good of a coach in my eyes. That might have all been Tom Brady, mm-hmm. um, but you know, I don't think that I don't think that Mac Jones in this situation would be faring any better. Because he would be he would be complaining, or we would have heard about his how disgruntled he is, or we would have heard something, and that would have been a reflection on Kyle, and Kyle's not going to tolerate that. Um, and I don't I don't think that that would have been a good a good idea. Uh, my last idea is um, 
you know, just to, to round it out, you know, I do think, I don't think that it's time to, I don't think that at the same time, if, if they go Brock party week one, I still don't think this is the last season for Lance. And I'll tell you why um, you pontificated that, um, that Brock party is like a Nick Foles. So if he goes out and he wins and they make it to the Super Bowl, and my theory is that if the quarterback, if quarterback didn't have a three to one TDINT ratio for whoever plays for the 49ers, I think that's going to deliver a, a Lombardi for us. And I think that's something that Brock can do. Now, at the end of the season, if they do win a Super Bowl, I don't think a lot of the team's going to be coming back. Trent Williams is going to retire. They're not going to have that left tackle anymore. Uh, they're going to have, I, I think that Ayuk. I don't think he's going to want to be uh, – he's not going to want to be a QB1. I think that he would go and try to get paid big from another team. What I'm saying is that the team – Brock Party, if he stays, is not going to have the same amount of weapons. Now, who do you think, if they win the Super Bowl, who do you think that, that Kyle Shanahan is going to want? Do you think he's going to want a limited quarterback that needs all the weapons, or do you think that he's going to want the guy that he can rebuild around and then have you know, the, the actual elite talent at the position? Because at that point – Trey Lance is going to be 24-25, and I think that twenty. If, if Brock is QB1 this year, and if they do win, or even if they don't, I don't see them I don't see them continuing with him. I see them trading him in the offseason after, even if they win the Super Bowl, even if they do, and I see him, my theory is that he goes to Miami with, with Mike McDaniel, and I think that that's, uh, that's where he would go because I think that Kyle Shanahan doesn't want to be wrong about Trey Lance. And I think that he wants to build. And if Trey Lance continues to develop on the trajectory that he's going, um, that I think that that'll, that'll be something that would happen. I know a lot of people, when I mention that to them, they say, well, why would they get rid of him after the Super Bowl? Because that's what the Phillies did with Nick Foles. He won the Super Bowl. He was a Super Bowl MVP, but they still went with the guy that they drafted higher, that they believed had, the more, had more talent and was going to be the perennial MVP of the season before he got injured. So those are all, that's a little bit about um, what I'm thinking about the QB position. And I want to see what your thoughts are on something like that. Well, uh, that's a lot of hypotheticals. We'll have to see the Niners win the Super Bowl <laughs> with, with Brock Purdy first. But Alex, I got to take more calls, man. Thank you for laying that out. Yeah. Later. In the offseason, some, some fans get so deep into the hypothetical rabbit hole of like, what if they win the Super Bowl 27 to 14? It's like, whoa, like, let's see what happens week one. Leak, what's up? Bro, I'm not gonna lie. Bruh. I've been waiting for you to put me on camera, by the way. What? I seen you. What is he talking about? If Trey he wins the Super Bowl, he's not getting traded nowhere. I think he said if Brock wins the Super Bowl, he's getting. I, I, oh, I, he lost still, me on that still, one. Still, still, we're not getting caught yeah. in that. But not yeah. just through my own horn. You remember I said Trey not gonna be comfortable being complacent. Remember I said that, Grant? And now look at him. Now look at him. Now, now Niners don't know what they want to do. Now, oh, right. Oh, he, got he put him in a tough spot. But hold on, hold on. But Trey, but Trey looks so good. Yeah, he looks so good. You draft him three overall. Yeah. Like, really think about what you're doing. Like, I feel like they make decisions so empty-minded. It's just like, come on, bro. He he ain't got a chance to really truly fail, like we've been saying. Yeah, yeah. Brock had the injury, so really, he didn't fail either. But at the yeah. same time, Trey only played four games. And then the one yeah. game, Kyle didn't run him into the ground like a running back. He yeah. played good. He won. At the quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know, man. I just, I just feel like you know how many passes Trey Lance has thrown in the NFL. One hundred and two, one hundred and two. That's nothing. One hundred and two. That's nothing. nothing. I feel like yeah. I feel like Josh Allen throw half of that in the game. Exactly. We're not going to get yeah. on that, but yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I had to react to what Buddy just said. We're not trading nobody. If somebody win the Super Bowl, they're not leaving. Okay, we gonna yeah. find every way possible to keep them. 
we keep people that lose Super Bowls. We're not definitely, <laughs> we definitely not going to trade nobody yeah. that won a Super Bowl. Yeah, these Bowl. are not the Eagles out here, dude. This, this is a different organization. This ain't Nick Foles. <laughs> no. I don't know what he was talking about, but no, nah, I was really my whole thing was just like, remember I said Trey's not going to be comfortable being complacent in this whole little culture they got. That's why he went out. That's why he yeah. was working out with Mahomes, doing that extra work, because he wants to be great. That yeah. is the biggest message for y'all fans that just can't get it through y'all head. He wants yeah. to be great, and he don't care what y'all say. Y'all cannot like him. Y'all can think he sucks because he's black right. or whatever uh, right. agenda you want to put on him. Trey's like that, and he's going to Also, I got a question. Does Sam Darnold want to be great? It seems like other people want him to be great. Yeah, a lot of those. people think he can be great, want him to be great, but he's just kind of there being like, derp. Coach, I think I'm seeing ghosts. Well, don't see ghosts over here. You're going to see the bitch. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you're crazy, Take those ghosts to the other that. team, man. You're yeah. That. You're not going to see nothing over here. If you see ghosts, <laughs> you're going to see the, the, the practice squad. Hey, you talking about, but Pretty much. That's a little to be said. Really, the whole thing's just about Trey. Like, y'all be patient with this man. We drafted him. Yeah, I was patient with him. Now, all of a sudden, you see the flash in the pan. Oh, oh, is Trey, does Trey even exist? I'm like, come on, fellas. Like, really just chill out. Not too much on the man. He's only 22, bro. He can, He has so much room to grow. You just, like, let the man, let the man do his thing. He's showing you that he's putting in that effort, that extra effort to be good. Just not too much on Trey. That's and I love how people are like, I love people are like, well, if Brock comes back and he's healthy, he's the guy. I mean, it's nothing against Trey, but he's the guy. Like, Really? I mean, for sure. It's over. That that's the that's the next franchise quarterback for the 40. They've seen enough from Brock Purdy. Really? Because there was a lot of picks. I mean, there was a lot of picks he threw against the Cowboys. Now I ain't gonna be a Debbie Downer. Purdy is good, but there was plenty of picks that went through Trayvon. Um yeah, is he elite? Like, uh, I'm not really I don't know about sure. that. Like, I'm not really I'm not really I'm not really sure, sure about that. Yeah, yeah, like I would rather see what um what Trey talking about just for the simple fact that he has that ability to be good. And you know, yep. every offseason he's gonna do the same thing, go work on his mechanics, go work on things that ain't yep. good for him, and he's gonna get right. better, better. Like, yeah, he's not gonna run from those things. I just can't see. Like, it, it's crazy. Like, they they're so accustomed to seeing just one type of quarterback, they see it and give up on every other option. It's just right. like, bro, you have so you, you're in a win-win situation. Really, if you think yeah. about it, I was just saying this to, to my fiance. You're in a yeah. situation, bro. Like, you got to really yeah. think. Trey, if he's good and you don't want him and you want Purdy, you can trade him away and get value back. If right. he's good and he's really good, you've got potentially a Super Bowl roster and it's finally complete after seven years. And you got a great backup quarterback. Great backup quarterback. Even which is important because you can't Trey keep anyone back. healthy. Yeah. Literally, yep. even if Trey goes yep. down, you already know on the back end, your team, there's not going to be a chemistry switch. Nope. They already know. I can win with Purdy. I can win with Trey. We're going to win yep. regardless. And that's yep. how they felt with Jimmy, but Jimmy's no longer here. But if Trey right. gives them that confidence and he earns the respect from the locker room during the competition, oh, man, oh, man, I don't think the league ready. Now, we're not getting talked about because we don't get the national attention unless it's with the quarterback. But, God damn, we, we fill on every roster. And I really, I really, really like the offensive line moves. I feel like it's, this competition in camp is going to be crazy like no competition we've ever seen with the o-line the d-backs real quick hey don't 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 count out john feliciano at center i know the niners like brendel and they gave brendel uh, a big contract but feliciano was a starting center last year too and the thing about brendel is it, you never really see him like changing the protections at the line of scrimmage i don't think he does that much I, he's solid 
But I think he's gonna have to compete for that job. He, he is. He is. Yep. And even if even if Feliciano don't get it, you can get right guard, fill in the yep. right guard, and move Burf out to the right tackle. You could do That's that. That's a line, and then you got depth behind both of them. Because you got Feliciano for a year, even if it's just for a year, you know your old line is going to be straight. So they're yeah. going to protect Purdy. They're going to protect Lance. They're going to make sure that they're good. So I feel like they made some right moves. The defensive, the defensive backfield is finally looking finally. formable. And yeah. another thing, like we, what's going on with Jair Brown? Like I ain't heard you talk about him. I know it's, we're we're so focused on Trey and his mechanics and how good he can be, but really, what's up with Jair? Like, well, the way I look at it is like it's it's tough to really evaluate linebackers and safeties without yeah. pads in seven on sevens. Like if Jair Brown breaks up a pass or intercepts a pass, I'll say it. But right now, it looks like he reminds me a little bit of Talanoa his rookie year, like a guy who's not gonna jump out with speed, but a guy who's supposed to be instinctual. Like, mm, you probably don't show those instincts until year or like halfway through year one or year two because you're still learning the – like, you're, I don't think you're playing that fast yet. You're still so learning you, the defense. Do you think he would touch the field this year? Like, be real? Yeah, he'll probably. touch the field. They'll find a package for him, but I don't think he'll start week one. And then Gibson. what about the nickel? I know we signed two nickels. Oliver. He's, he that like dude that. broke up a pass. That dude broke up a pass. <laughs> he's he was, he's we, big and real – really. yeah. He looks like <laughs> Carlos Rogers with longer arms. Mm. 22. Okay, and I heard six Luder, feet, six feet one. I heard Luter doing good things. He broke up a pass by the dude that's see ghost. Um, that's 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 cool. I feel like if he stay consistent, I like Demo though. I feel like if Demo can improve, even if he don't get that number two corner, he can slide into the nickel and they have depth. He looks so much better wearing th two than 38. 38's a bad number. <laughs> it's a terrible. It's a bad number. Who's the best player ever to wear thirty eight? Cause now you you see him you see him styling he got the two on yeah right now head. I'm like you know what maybe I underrated this guy <laughs> maybe it was the number the whole time oh god is everybody there though I know Trent probably Bosa not there uh everyone but five uh Debo wasn't there Hargrave wasn't there Trent Bosa and one more person I don't know bro why is Debo not there I don't get it I don't he's know who he thinks 20, he's Trent Williams he's getting he paid he's twenty four million to run jet sweeps my brother no dude I ain't gonna lie I know working out with d hop and you're doing your thing you enjoy your vacations please lock in because if you're not locked in they really need to consider trading you you don't look like you want to be here anyway christian mccaffrey okay. here yep. kittle here yep. they you can say all you Warner. want about oh because they got time or whatever you got time too you just don't want to make it yep. for your football team so yeah, and Bose is not here, but at the same time, like, there's no question what kind of shape he's going to be in when he gets here. There is a question with you, Debo. When he gets here, he's going to look like Venom. He's going to be exactly brawling. His quad's going to pop out his 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 girdle. Like, we already <laughs> know Bosa's going to come back and probably win a defensive player of the year again. We already we don't know, know about Debo. The expectation yeah. he set since he got here. Yeah, with Debo, it's like you're going to be all yeah, pro, or you're not going to. You're going to be terrible. One of the yeah, two. Two years under a yeah. thousand, then you break out for a thousand plus. The whole world goes crazy. Yeah. You come back out of shape, get yeah. hurt. Thank God you didn't. Wasn't out the whole season. I ain't going to talk yeah. too much about injuries. But you came back and you just looked bad. You fumbled the ball against the Eagles. You fumbled yeah. the ball against the Bears when nobody else yeah. was on the field. You couldn't help Trey Week One. So I'm gonna say, yeah, but lock in. I feel Lee. like. I you trade Debo, try to get something in return for Debo, and then draft another wideout. You see all the I agree. This I agree. It's too bad they didn't trade Debo last year for Garrett Wilson. Man, Lee, good call, dude. You killed it. You already know. I'm here. I'm locked in. That was great stuff. <laughs> so. See you, man. That was hella good. Uh, two more, and then we're done. BX Niner for life, and then uh, Rod, the people's champ. BX. What's up, Grant? How you doing, man? I'm all right. Bronx's finest. 
<laughs> out in Florida, though. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Um, well, last time I was on last week when uh, when I was on, they, they flamed you, man. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I know, but that's cool. You know, I'm just a realist. Yeah, you're in New York. You can take it. Yeah, I'm thinking about. I'm looking at it as reality. Yeah. Our uh, past four or five seasons has predicted yeah. that our Niners are going to start out slow. That's what they do. And no matter what quarterback starts out week one, they have to shine. Because if not, everybody's going to be down on them. What's going on? They're going to blame the quarterback when in, in actuality, you got to blame Shanahan or banana hands, whatever you want to call them. No plans. <laughs> because it's true. It, it, he's playing the scheme, not the team. Right. It's true. Why do they so not have a, the, the right quarterback? Because it's Kyle's thing. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wants to yeah. say, oh, my, what my, my game plan is going to beat him, not the quarterback. Exactly. You need your quarterback. And yeah. when it comes down to this whole competition thing we got going on right now because of Purdy, everybody's all jacked up now saying, oh, Purdy's coming back week one. He's coming back week one. Just because Kyle was like, oh, yeah, we, we're projecting for him to be ready by week one. No, he's not coming back. Him himself said it. I don't know when yeah. I'll be back. Yeah, he keeps you know, saying it. I'm taking it he day by day. <clears throat> he keeps saying it. So yeah. every people like you said throughout seasons, you can't read into what Kyle says. Because Kyle's just misleading people. Also, <laughs> every time the Niners seem to be pushing a player to come back soon, like he's almost back, he's almost back, and the player's like, Yeah, I don't know about that. It seems like the player's right and the and the team is wrong. Like they were doing this with Jimmy Garoppolo last year. He got he broke his foot. They did not put him on IR. And they were like, "Oh, we are holding out hope." It didn't seem like he was holding out hope because it turned out he needed surgery. So, yeah. look, guys, your your own track record sucks at pushing these players to come back. Maybe take it easy with Brock. But he has if you think of Kyle's career looking at when he's been either an off and the offensive coordinators on other teams, look what he did to RG3. Yeah, you know, same concept with Trey Lance, you know, yeah. and then you got to look at Trey, like the last caller leak said, you know, Trey's a court, uh, a player or a person who wants to improve, not go backwards. Right. Everybody's doubting him and everything. And I've said it for you from the beginning when they traded up for Trey and they got him, he's going to prove to the league that he's a quarterback, but he hasn't been given the opportunity because in high school, he wanted to be a quarterback in college. He wanted right. to be the quarterback. He right. ended up, at the college he was at because nobody wanted to give him the chance to be a quarterback. Right. So he's been fighting this fight his whole life. His whole life. And his each time life. he's been given the proper opportunity he's come to through. do it, he's come, he's through, come through and he's excelled. And one thing I like about him, too, is he's not super defensive about his throwing mechanics. Like, everyone says I need to change, but I'm going to show them I could do it my way. Like, no, man, this dude is so driven to just perfect his craft. He's in, he doesn't yeah. have that insecurity. I love that because even Kaepernick he even did, stated it. In my opinion. Yeah, but he even stated it throughout college, my college career, uh, the first year of COVID that they canceled that first game throughout that whole offseason coming into the league. All I did was throw, 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 throw. Yeah. He didn't have anybody yeah. at that time guiding him and teaching yeah. him the proper way to throw the ball. But he's looking at it as, OK, here's my opportunity again, because Brock is not going to be back in time. Let me yeah. take this offseason. Let me – I don't think the team found them, the coach for Mahomes. No. Either Mahomes looked out to him or he reached out. my fate and he into said, my own hands. Yeah. Exactly. And said, I want to be better for me yeah. because if not, just like in the NFL, not for long, 
I want to be the one who's here for long. He wants to be another Brady. Also, or Mahomes. The, the, probably the Niners gave up on him. There probably was no plan for him. You know, it's like, hey, man, you know, we're focused on Sam and Brock, so we'll try to trade they, you. They gave up on him the day that they brought they, him in from tra drafting him. Well, they they definitely gave up on him the way he the the day he broke his ankle. That was it. Yeah, that was it. They gave up on him when he broke his finger, and it wasn't his yeah. fault. That's right. That's right. It's crazy. That's man. when they gave up on him when like he it. broke I've his never finger. Seen anything like it. They gave up on him, and then now you have Garoppolo 2.0 and Brock Purdy. Yeah, coming in. Flashes of eight games beautifully. Just like, just like Jimmy did. Just, just like, like Jimmy Jim. did. He's going to get hurt, come back in, yep. and play. Now, yeah. this is the thing. Let's say he comes back. Trey goes two for two. Then they decide, all right, Brock Purdy's ready week five. We're going to throw him in. He comes back in. He starts. And next thing you know, Purdy goes 0 for 5. And what would you have rather? Going yeah. with Trey, who's gone two for two, or Purdy, who's gone now 0 for 5? Yeah. Yeah. And all the chemistry, regardless, I don't care about what chemistry you have with what quarterback you got in there. It's a team sport. The team needs to rally around whatever quarterback they have. Because yeah. as soon the, as the head Purdy went job to make that happen. Yeah, because as soon as when Purdy went down and Johnson went in, the whole team just went like, oh, we're screwed. They gave That's up true. on themselves. The offense gave up on themselves. The defense, That's not correct. so much. They did what they needed to do. They tried their best to keep it a low score to give them an opportunity. But the offense gave up. They're like, ah, yep. shit, we got Josh Johnson. We ain't going nowhere now. Mm -hmm. yep. BX, I got to take one last call. Great call. Thank yes, you for coming. Yeah, we'll see what happens, man. Good to see you. BX in Florida. Dave Barclay, thank you for your shows, Grant. They keep me going. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. The People's Champ, Rod. Last call of the day. What's up, Rod? What's going on, Grant? How you doing, man? You know, your audio's not coming in that good. I'm thinking you might want to take off those uh, earbuds and just talk through your microphone on your on your phone. I think it'll sound better. So why don't you adjust that real quick? Yeah, 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 yeah. Take off those earbuds. I can't hear you. It's all right. We'll get Rod. Um, Ryan and Jennifer Woods says, headed to Destin, Florida on vacation while listening to Grant Cohn. Life doesn't get much better. Man, that is so nice. You guys are really pumping me up today. I'm just sitting here in a t-shirt, no pants. Just kidding, I'm wearing pants. I hope Purdy and Lance battle it out when Purdy gets healthy. Yeah, me too. How could he automatically get the spot? I agree. Like, all credit to Purdy, but he hasn't won anything. He never competed for the job. He took over when guys got hurt and did his job. Exceeded expectations. But at the same time, it's a new year. It's a new team. Trey Lance didn't fail. I'd like to see an actual competition. So, all right, let's see what let's see what the ride has got. Yo, you there? Man, not really. Not really. Keep going. Keep going. Say something again. Give me a test. And you're hella far. Okay, yeah, yeah. Figure it out. He call back in. He'll get it. Anyway, so what are you guys doing today, huh? Memorial Day coming up this weekend. Guys, you guys do anything fun? I'm going to a barbecue today. Barbecue. It's going to be fun. Jason Dumas, the uh, sports director over at Cron, having a big barbecue at his spot. Not telling you where it is, but I think it's going to be a nice little networking opportunity, meet other people in the industry, you know, rub some shoulders, which does that do anything for me? I mean, no one wants to work with me. I'm not employable. 
<gasps> but it'll be fun. I like Jason. He's a great guy. If you're from the Bay and you watch Channel 4, you know who he is. Cool dude. Uh, we better get videos. I don't know if I'm supposed to do that. <gasps> hey, what's up? I'm at this barbecue, bro. It's so good. Uh, I don't know if Rod's coming back. Oh, here he is. Rod. Right. What's up, Rod? Is that better, man? That's better. Let's talk. There we go. Okay. First thing, right. I just wanted to address what one of the other guys asked earlier about he didn't understand why he didn't select Justin Fields. The mm -hmm. reason being is this right here. First thing foremost is Justin Fields, before he even went to Ohio State, was in the SEC with Georgia Bulldogs. Correct. He never really ran the system from the center position. He didn't take snaps from the center, I mean. So one thing we both know about Kyle Shanahan is he knows that he can't develop quarterbacks. So that would have been one of the extra things that he would have had to do by Justin, by selecting Justin Fields. Um, I also think that um, when you talk about Kyle, one of the biggest things that we had an issue with is that his quarterbacks that come into the league, a lot of times they don't get the, the type of atmosphere that they need or a good supporting cast. And I think, you know, one of the major reasons that they took Trey Lance, it wasn't just because of his throwing ability, but I think it was because of his decision-making. I think yes. one of the things that Jimmy Garoppolo did was he had a lot of turnovers. And he mm -hmm. had, uh, uh, he just made, you know what I'm saying, boo-boo mistakes at times. Well, when Trey Lance last season playing, he actually threw, tough, I think, 28 touchdowns and zero mm -hmm. picks. And no, and no picks. Exactly. So I think, you know, I don't think he really, really, like you said before, took the time to see that this guy really needed to work on his throwing mechanics. But I think that was the real, the, the real reason he decided to go so high. Right. He looked at Justin Fields and he's like, man, I got to teach this guy how to you know, throw from under center. I got to teach him my system. That'll take a long time. When really, like, what's tougher to teach? How to, how to get a guy under center or how to get a guy to throw differently? Right. You know what I'm saying? Also... Justin's a better athlete than Trey. No offense to Trey. But if you're looking for the best athlete, the, the, the most potential, it's Justin. Yeah. It is. Not that Trey doesn't have a, a tremendous upside, but what was the reason you were drafting him? Like, what, were you, what did you think you were getting? And why did, you, why did Justin not? Because remember they keep saying, like, well, it came down to Trey and Mac. Yeah. Justin could end up being both, better than both of them. That's true. You know? True. So, so why was he not under consideration? That's because he didn't play under center. It's a bad reason. That is a bad reason. And, um, and again, D'Amico drafted C.J. Stroud, played at the same school. Yeah. He disagreed with you. Absolutely. And, I, man, yeah. I tell you, man, that guy that you had to break down the um, quarterbacks, mechanics, yeah. excellent job. Excellent he was pretty job. good, right? He explained he a lot. Good. You know, it, it's like, so why is Trey all up on his front leg with that front leg lock? Because he's overstriding. He's getting to his, to his front leg too quickly, or he was. You want to keep your weight back. And have that, you don't want your hips to leak forward. You want them to fire. And you really want to like, like a, like a batter. You want your back leg to like twist into the ground. You know what I mean? You want to really dig up grass. All that stuff was really interesting. And when you're too high, you're too out in your front foot, all of a sudden all that uh, ground force is what he called it. Rotational force is gone. And the only force you got left is your arm. You know what I mean? Your arm, which, you know, it'll go, it'll give out eventually. You'll have to. Very interesting. So he's making the strides he had to make. No thanks to Brian Greasy. Brian, if you're watching, I'm calling you out. Well, I tell you this too, Grant. I think eventually what the 49ers are going to have to do is make the decision. I think that 
John Lynch has done his job, but I think that we've all figured out now that John Lynch is not going to be the guy that overrides the decision for Kyle Shanahan. Maybe that's one of the better reasons to go with your Adam Peterson guy. Um, Also, you know, you think about the era that Kyle Shanahan was developed his skills from under his father was during the ages where nobody ever really got an opportunity as a quarterback to start as a rookie. Kyle Shanahan pretty much feels that everybody that plays in his system needs at least two years. George Kittle didn't even start as a rookie. Debo didn't start as a rookie. And, I mean, he has to learn to change with the times, man. These guys are coming in ready. Even if they don't give you a rookie of the year performance, you got to let those guys go out there and, and you know, say get their feet wet, which is one of the reasons why I think Trey's ability to actually jail in this system is, is, is higher than it was before. The fact that he played against the Arizona Cardinals, who I think still had Chandler Jones. He played against um, Houston, Texas, who had a pretty decent defense when he played against them. He had an opportunity to actually find out the speed of the NFL. So in addition to learning how to use the throwing mechanics with the already things that he's already learned in Kyle's system, you just hope that the timetable works out for him. But I think he has the ability, man. Agree? I totally agree, man. Rod, great call. Always. Good to see you. You too, man. The coach, the coach. So, coach, says everyone is pressed to perform and stretch themselves beyond their own potential. It's time for Kyle to do the same. Trey Lance is exposing his lack of skill. Agree. The whole thing with Trey Lance, I don't know if Kyle Shanahan saw it, but we all, I mean, the book on Lance was very inexperienced, very raw. He's a project. You need a good coach, not just a good team, a good coach to teach him. Not just a scheme. Techniques and mechanics. A good coach. Kyle was supposed to be that coach. He's supposed to be on the Andy Reid, Brian Dayball level. But the difference is those guys actually can coach quarterbacks. Kyle, he hasn't shown the ability to coach quarterbacks. He's shown the ability to give Matt Ryan a good scheme, to give Matt Schaub a good scheme, to take a guy like Trey Lance and Robert Griffin and turn them into running backs. He can do that. But what he said he was doing with Trey was, Sitting him for a year and developing him the right way. Has he developed Trey the right way so far? No. So, Kyle, extend yourself. Don't just say what I've done so far is good enough. I've been to three NFC Championship games, four, considering the one in Atlanta. And, you know, I had bad luck, and the way I do it will eventually lead to a Super Bowl. No. Because if that's your whole attitude, then there are a bunch of coaches who are better than you. Any coach who understands the quarterback position is better than you. Extend yourself. Improve. The way Trey Lance is learning new throwing mechanics, you need to learn new teaching skills. And it's at the quarterback position, Mr. Wide Receiver. Looking to you, Kyle. Love your work. Time to get better. Time to improve. Let Trey Lance be your inspiration. Thanks for watching, everyone. Go have a great Memorial Day weekend. I'm going to Jason Dumas's uh, barbecue. JCK510. I'm here at Jason Dumas's Memorial Day weekend barbecue. I'm told that this is the best barbecue west of Kansas City. I'm going to try out and let you guys know. Yeah, it's pretty much how it would go. Do you guys remember that A&W root beer commercial from the 90s? Mr. Dumbass? Hello, Mr. Dumbass. It's such an honor to be here at Dumbass and Dumbass Incorporated. And the guy goes, the name is Dumas. Like, well, that was thick-headed. You know what else is thick-headed? A&W. Remember that? That was a good commercial. I remember that. It came out when I was like 10. thought it was really funny. Me and my friends used to call each other Mr. Dumbass. No? No one remember that? Don't ever call Jason that. I would never. It was an A&W root beer commercial. 
from 25 years ago. No one remembers that. Okay, well, you know what? Thank you for watching. I'm old. Have a great day.